See you, cuz. Man, likewise, man. It's been long. Man, too, man. too long, man. We uh, definitely will be talking about um, some shit today. A couple conspiracy theories. It could be the truth. We don't know. But uh, we will be getting into it today. So sure will. Well, not the song in particular, but B.O.B. Mm-hmm. He's a very, very uh, awakening brother, and uh, oh. got mad respect for him, man. That's why you won't hear from hear you know of him anymore. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get we, we're gonna be talking about some stuff that he agreed with today too. Though. Welcome back to the Bobcast. Today we will be doing something very different. Very different. We will not be talking about current topics, but uh, some mysteries of the world. Some mysteries of the world. Some people might want to call it mysteries of the world. But before we get into that, I just want to ask you something that's on my mind. So a couple episodes ago... We talked about uh, attractive females smoking cigarettes. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about attractive women who drink beer, I guess? Not alcohol, but beer. Does it matter? You know, actually, uh, it matters to an extent because, all right, you know liquor, like straight up alcohol, like that shit can fuck you up. Especially at a certain amount. Whereas beer, you have to drink an excessive amount to really be like shit face drunk. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about like, you know, Ric Flair at before and after a WWE dispute or episode. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like to that level. So, so how how do you feel about um? I guess women who drink beer on the regular, like I guess a man at a football game. Like, she drinks beer on the regular. I mean, it's crazy because, like, the way I view it is, like, damn, she's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it's, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, I hope she's keeping it in mind that, uh, you know, you should definitely, like, exercise and flush your system out with water and, you know, not, not just, like, drink beer and eat shitty afterwards and then just going about your... Because then you're going to start... Like showing the beer belly, yeah, you know, because you at, at the end of the day, you did say beer, you didn't say pale ale or shandy. We're talking about beer, correct? Beer, Budweiser, Budweiser, not Bud Light, Budweiser, Heine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For those who don't know, a Heine is a Heineken, that's what we call them back at home from in Jersey. A Heine, if you're drinking a Heine and it ain't light, oh, yeah, you're getting all that. And it will show in your stomach if you're not on top of it. That's all I'm saying. Is it 
what's, I guess what's worse? Um, an attractive woman smoking cigarettes or beer? An, uh, an attractive woman smoking cigarettes for sure. Okay. At least at least you know when uh, Shorty's drinking beer, she's only going to rent that beer for a little bit before she has to go piss like a Russian racehorse at the Kentucky Derby with a glue truck behind it. True. So, you know, that's one thing. But the cigarettes, that's a little different. Cigarettes is a whole nother ballgame. Yeah, I tell you, like Randy Jackson, it's a no for me. It's dog. a no for me, dog. All right, jumping in uh, to one of the topics. So today we'll be discussing the flat earth. Mm-hmm. That's one. We'll also be discussing outer space being reached through the ocean. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And also we'll be talking about Lilith. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was left out of the out of the Bible of the story of Adam and Eve. Absolutely. Uh, we'll be talking more about that as yeah. well. So starting with the first one, uh, flat earth. Mm-hmm. The flat earth is a conspiracy quotations it is quite possible that most um of this could be true or not we don't really know uh the ancient greeks figure out that most of the planet's shapes and even its circumference in the third century bc so they've had a an idea of what the earth was like and um way before me and you were here right uh, opinions differ on exactly how the flat earth works with believers coinciding elaborate versions of the physics and creative interpretations of the solar system to make up their theories. The idea that the Earth is flat seems to have uh, an enduring hold on the human imagination. Mm -hmm. So in 1830, a commune in Britain led by a British writer, Samuel Robantham, Mm -hmm. uh, he basically was blacklisted because he believed that the earth was a circular disc with a north pole at the center and a wall of ice surrounding the edge of the disc to contain the oceans right so it it is a lot of people not just someone like yourself who believes that the earth is flat Mm -hmm. um tell me how you feel uh well i mean the short version, in the words of my uncle, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't know how long it has to take for somebody to realize, like, hey, man, all the shit that they taught us in school kind of, uh, it's kind of like some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Something ain't right here. You got that. And then also, it's like, yo, just think about everything that's been placed in front of our faces. Remember the globe? Remember in school they would pull out the globe. Yeah, it was on, it was on the okay. teacher's desk. A it lot of people, anywhere. a lot of people fail to realize, man, the globe was banned from schools and libraries for a certain amount of time because it was not an exact depiction of how Earth is formed, how it's uh, viewed. It's just it, it was just a complete, completely false until a certain you know point in time. Where then the globes were allowed in the schools and now, you know, kids will look at the globe and say, hey, that's what Earth looks like. Then that just made it easier for the indoctrinated lesson of, hey, the Earth is round. Yeah. And to add on to your point, uh, what they taught us in school, you never know, especially being an adult now and really processing that information. You never know really what to believe. But I want to I want to play a clip really quick. Let's check this out. All right. Cool. 
This is why Flat Earthers believe the 1961 Antarctic Treaty was agreed upon by all the world's nations, so no one could reach the edge of the disk. They believe that this is the reason the UN uses this as their symbol. There is also a dome-like barrier called the firmament, which surrounds the disk. This is an impenetrable barrier that keeps the atmosphere intact. Flat Earthers do not believe we have ever passed this barrier. According to Flat Earth theory, gravity does not exist. Instead, they believe in a universal acceleration. Do you believe in a universal acceleration? Yes. Okay, let's keep going. Believing that all celestial bodies are accelerating upward at a rate of 9.8 meters per second squared. They also believe that Earth is not actually spinning and provide counter evidence to disprove the rotation of the planet, such as the fact that clouds in the atmosphere are not moving at the rate of a thousand miles per hour, the rate of the Earth's rotation. Flat Earthers believe that when Copernicus theorized that the Earth moved around the sun, all of the world's religions decided to accept his theories, and rather than risking questions, the world's religions have a vested interest in furthering the Earth globe idea. In turn, flat earthers believe that all imagery from the space program has been faked. Some of the most common pieces of evidence are the lack. Do you believe that it's been faked as well? Yes. Okay. Lack of direct commercial flights between two cities within the southern hemisphere. Unfortunately, and we are talking to UBOB, all of these theories don't explain why a ship disappears over the horizon bottom first. Okay. So how do you explain the ship disappearing from the bottom first? This ship and that makes a lot of sense to me, to be honest. What? So when a ship is sailing, you know, the bottom disappears first, and then the rest of the ship starts to disappear because it's on the, well, you know, on a curve. Well, you're talking about the accelerator, which is that, like, copper-colored, like, tube that's shooting out all that fire and shit that detaches from the ship. Mm -hmm. And then you see the spacecraft itself just flying and disappearing off into the clouds. And what they don't tell you is that that same ship is landing back on Earth. After, once after it disappears from that primary location in which it took off from. Yes. So, with that being said, that proves my point all the more. Nothing, absolutely nothing leaves this earth. Earth is a closed system. Unless you are dead, passed away, and transitioned on into the next dimension, that is the only way you're <laughs> leaving this shit. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> so, uh, why do you think they chose to tell us that the earth is round? Or what do you think mistakes they made? Or why, why do you believe so many people do believe that the Earth is round? I mean, well, like I said, you got the indoctrination from schools and the school system. And then, you know, once you eradicate, you know, something that, that would literally not only show people who they are as, as, a, as a whole, but also it kind of puts the ball into their court because now we're dependent upon this system. Yeah. We put trust in this system for education, knowledge. So now the whole study to show thyself approved, that goes out the window. Now we don't have the confidence, you know, that will let us know, hey, you want to find out something, go to the library, pick a pick a book up. Yeah. Or hey, grab the Bible. Go to chapter such and such verse. Oh no. I'm more I'm more so comfortable going to school. Yeah. You know. 
getting getting a lesson from somebody that doesn't even know who I am, let alone the history of my people. Well, education is very important um, in the world, but especially it's held in high regard here in America. Mm-hmm. I do want to play another clip, though, because that um, does touch on uh, pretty much what we're talking about. Your senses would tell you that it's flat. After all, if you stand in a large field, it actually looks pretty flat. And if you walk through that field, it doesn't feel like you're going over a curve. Could it be that the Earth is actually flat? Well, let's try an experiment. Say you're standing in a field outside of Chicago. If the Earth is flat, you should be able to see southwest and see some of the tallest points in the United States, the Rocky Mountains. But the thing is, you can't. That's because of the curvature of the Earth. You'll notice a similar problem if you stand on a seashore and try to watch a boat sail away. After a while, it will disappear from view. And not only that, but the bottom of the boat will vanish before the top as it goes over what's called the horizon line, the place where the sky meets the Earth. For someone who is six feet tall, the horizon line is only three miles away. But the higher up you are, the farther you can see over the Earth's curve. This is why standing on a tall mountain might allow you to see over 100 miles, while standing in a field will only let you see a short distance. It also means that taller people can see slightly farther than shorter people. Good thing my animator can make me any height. So, uh, this video does make a really good point, though. In regards to what? The horizon line. Horizon? Yeah, the horizon line. Okay, the horizon line is only curving because it's reflecting from the curvature of the firmament, which is above head. Not the earth, which is... And that's the dome, and this is the dome that you're Yes, this to. is the dome I'm referring to. Yes. Mm. Same thing with a rainbow. You look at a rainbow, right? The rainbow is curving, right? Yeah. Okay, because a rainbow cannot pierce the firmament. And if, it, and if it were, let's just say that the rainbow was able to pierce the firmament. Guess what's going to happen? When a rainbow pierces the firmament, it's also going to curve. Because the firmament is a dome. So even when you shine light or a certain uh, UV ray beam, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever you shine, you know, through it, that light, that beam is going to curve. Yeah. It's going to curve. Well, this is all so fascinating to me. And, um, and I think it's really cool that a lot of people do believe in. And it's and it's very interesting, and we'll never really know. Never, um, we'll never really know unless you're an astronaut and leave Earth, yeah, and can really look over uh, the Earth and know for yourself. We'll, we'll never really know. So never. that's what makes it so interesting to me. Um. So also, we have something else that is piquing my interest. Okay. Outer space being reached through the ocean. Oh yes, I love. Deep space and the deep ocean um, are linked. They are really crazy parts of our world, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and really um, unexplored areas of our world. But with technical advances, we have now been able to breathe in water and in a vacuum seal in space, Mm -hmm. supposedly. Mm -hmm. We can now see details of... Wonders that were previously hidden. And we are still unraveling a lot of mysteries around Earth. Right. 
But earlier in this century, science fiction writers uh, have, I feel like, added a lot more allure to the ocean and space with movies, you know, like in shows like Star Trek, for example. Mm-hmm. And it's just really, it's just really crazy because no one would ever think that in order to go up, you have to go down. And that's, and and that's so crazy to me if that is true. So, uh, could you touch on more about more on this? Well, yeah, um, you know, like I said, uh, I, you know, brother Admiral Byrd's story is kind of like <coughs> what sparked my interest with this, <coughs> and also the gentleman, you know, who was like that uh, that like marine biologist who would, you know, just sail all over in the depths of the sea just to you know explore. Um, and also, you know, I don't know if you're, you're well, it's for, well, asking if you remember is one thing because neither one of us were born when it happened, but yeah, it was a particular year where they had a, 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 a spaceship launch thing where they, you know, had all the people like pull up to, um, you know, this part of NASA or whatever yeah. and watch this uh, ship take off. And the uh, that piece that was supposed to detach off of the ship had never detached, and the, the ship literally disintegrated in the air. So we literally watched a black astronaut alongside of all these other people that were on the fucking spaceship. We just watched them just fly to their demise, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, all of these unfortunate events kind of you know allowed me to understand and realize that okay. There's something about when you supposedly are supposed to go up or fly up through the sky and eventually hit space. It's something about that that's not meant for us to go that high. It's something about it that is just false. Then you got uh, Mr. Neil Armstrong. Yeah, okay, and and I also just want to state that... um, Sorry to cut you off, cuz, but I also want to state that we could, you could, we could be referring to to the SpaceX Starship rockets that crashed and exploded in 2021 after attempting to land. One missed its landing pad in December, and the other landed successfully in March, but blew up minutes later. Both rockets were unmaimed and flew 400,000, excuse me, 40,000 feet uh, before disintegrating. So is that? I think that would. That's what we could be referring to. No, the one I'm referring to happened in like the late eighties, early nineties. Okay. Okay. So we do have a spaceship blown up in nineteen eighty six on yeah. January twenty eighth, nineteen eighty six. Yeah. The Pay spaceship shuttle uh Challenger broke apart seventy three seconds mm-hmm. into its flight, mm-hmm. killing all seven crew members aboard. Mm-hmm. The spaceship craft disintegrated forty six thousand feet. Um Above the Atlantic Ocean, off the coast of Cape Carnival, Florida, yeah. at eleven thirty nine a.m. Wow, interesting. I do want to play uh, a little clip about someone else being interested in the ocean and space being connected. Okay. If much further away, this is unveiled, and today we're answering the extraordinary question: Are there aliens hiding in the ocean? Are you a fiend for facts? Are you constantly curious? Then, of disappearing planes and sunken ships. 
Explanations as to why the triangle appears especially dangerous include simply that it's a notably busy and well-traveled section of the world map, and also that it's prone to unusual weather patterns. But for some, the triangle is something else. It's prime UFO territory, with most Bermuda Triangle disappearances, including infamous cases like the USS Cyclops and Flight 19, attracting claims of alien abduction. One other popular theory centers on the nearby Bimini Road rock formation in the Bahamas, which some claim is evidence of the lost city of Atlantis, and that it's the Atlanteans, alien or otherwise, who are hiding beneath the waves ready to pull down ship. How do you feel about aliens being in the ocean? Do you think they may have something to do with getting to yeah, space? Yeah, they only refer to it as an alien because um, they don't want to identify it as like a fallen angel or a demon, but... Okay. Yeah. Tips. Statistically speaking, you're actually no more or less likely to vanish in the Bermuda Triangle than in any other section of water, but it's arguably the most mainstream example of an underwater alien's narrative. The legend of Atlantis has thrown up some others too, though. The story's origins come from ancient Greece and Plato, and it's widely considered an allegory rather than a true-to-life account. Nevertheless, according to Plato, Atlantis was a once great city corrupted by its arrogant inhabitants, until it was sunk into the sea as punishment by Zeus. The majority of theories suggest that Atlantis, if it did exist, was some sort of ancient Minoan civilization, but no one can be anywhere near confident in defining or finding it, so the cries of alien continually come up. In the 19th century, the American senator Ignatius Donnelly wrote the book Atlantis, the Antediluvian World, and in it, he suggested that all the world's ancient civilizations were originally descended from Atlantis. Marry that to the now many ancient alien theories with regard to the history of life on Earth, and it's perhaps easy to see why the two get linked together. I feel like aliens being in the ocean is um, pretty scary. Uh, I know some people also, mo also might refer to them as other things, but for the most part, uh, the masses refer to it as an alien, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they that's what they say, but um, you know, I enlightened I enlightened myself with a lot of knowledge and information once I got access to the book of Enoch and uh mm -hmm. Yeah, man. You know, alien is kinda like like the word God. It's like a title. Mm. It it go it can go from many things, many beings, many deities, many entities, you know, so uh just I'm just very careful at the words that I use, but you know, these uh, unidentified or identified beings that aren't human-like, that live within our waters and seas. Oh yeah. Do you like the ocean? No, I don't. I love the ocean. That's what really makes that shit terrifying. Imagine a flying saucer flying out the water. No. Or flying into no, the water. Think about this. Think about being in that, that would be a cool movie, though. Think about being in that motherfucker, right? And wanting to swim towards the shore. And a current taking you the opposite direction. So in your head, I'm swimming forward. No, you're not. You're swimming horizontally. Isn't that's that what, why I that's don't what like the ocean does. Yeah, but that's why I don't, I don't mess with the ocean, man. I'll okay. tear a pool up. Yeah, tear a pool I'll up. Fuck a tear pool a lake up? up. Fuck, a, fuck a lake up? Nah, I ain't even mess with no lakes no why? more. Nah. Why? What's wrong with the lakes? Maybe when we was kids, but the, the oh, sinkholes, yeah, the Lake Lanier and all that. <laughs> yeah. It's a no for me, dog. It's a no for you. It's just not marketable. Yeah, I like water. I like water. 
But as far as um, aliens coming out the water and us being able to go into space through the water, I yeah. think it's all fascinating and crazy. I mean, cause why do you think they why do you think they tell you not to you know allow a, a siren and or mermaid to entice you? Will Mermaid was a good movie. Yeah, but that but I mean the his if you know who Walter Disney was, you'll you'll know. Why you know stuff like that was so fascinating and within these Disney classics, but anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, the 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 reason you don't want to get lured into sea by the sirens or mermaids is yeah. because you know, first and foremost, they hate you. Okay, you have to understand, just like demons, they hate us. We are still in the image of our creator, so we're still beautiful. You know what I'm saying? In in an angelic sense. They have fallen from that, so they no longer have that. With that being said, man, a mermaid would take your ass underwater and take you through a portal in the water so quick. <laughs> so quick. So what else do you think is lurking in the water since we're... Since the we're Leviathan. What is that? Uh, the Leviathan is, is a dragon. Literally, a, a, a dragon. So, you know, the whole story and folktale behind Godzilla and all that... It comes from something. Yeah. It comes from something. I'm telling you. It's a lot of stuff out there. So the ocean is just really just deadly. The ocean is another world. The ocean is another world. It's another world. Yeah, I I would definitely... And I don't understand how people don't understand that. Once you've seen movies like Finding Nemo and Aquaman. They're putting this shit right in your face. (laughs) Literally. Okay, God. Moving on. We got uh, one more topic to touch on. The last, but uh, part of one, of one of the scariest as well. We have Lilith. Mm. Okay. Lilith is a female demonic figure in Jewish yes. folklore. Yes. Her name and personality are thought thought to be derived from the class of Mesopotamia. <sighs> Mesopotamian demons. Mm. Uh, the name usually translates as to night monster. And basically, Lilith was the... What was she considered a, The wife of... Yeah, they, they... At first, what they initially said that... Quote-unquote, Lilith was supposed to be the... The wife of Adam... Or the mother of Adam's offspring. But, uh, I mean, it's it's true to an extent. Um, like I said, man, you know, Lilith was another one who fell from grace. So, you know, um, it wasn't just Lucifer that was cast out. So, when you think about it, all of these individuals had made a pact. They made a pact. So, you know, with the power... That the fallen have alongside the ignorance of an Adam Atom or Eve, you know, that being of the evening, um, you know, there's a lot that there's a lot that has happened within that story and it's been left out. You know, the Vatican is responsible for that great peace. Hold on, we don't know that. And let me actually play a clip pertaining to this. Okay.
have heard of Adam and Eve, who according to the Bible, were the first couple of human beings created by God. But an ancient Jewish myth contests that Eve was the first woman. This myth states that, before Eve, there was another woman, Lilith. Unlike Eve, who came from Adam's rib, Lilith emerged from clay along with Adam. Since she was created by God in the same way as Adam, Lilith did not submit to her husband's commands because she thought she was equal to him and did not accept Adam's domination. Lilith and Adam inhabited the Garden of Eden, but Lilith's rebellion put her in a situation where she was forced to choose between submitting to her husband or leaving the Garden of Eden. Lilith was not willing to give up her independence, therefore she opted to leave Adam and the Garden of Eden behind. The first woman ever created went into exile and settled herself near the Red Sea. God sent angels in an attempt to convince Lilith to return to the Garden of Eden, but she turned her back on God. Without his wife, Adam started to feel lonely. God, seeing that he was struggling with loneliness, decided to create a new woman for him, Eve. Due to her decision to reject the Creator, Lilith was demonized. She was now considered a woman-shaped demon. In her demonic shape, she would have the power to instigate disease in newborn children, and to protect children from evil, the babies were given amulets with the names of the angels who tried to take Lilith back to Eden. So, I guess because I grew up in a Christian household and was fed the Bible, I, I never knew about Lilith because she's in Jewish folklore. But I do think it's um it's an interesting twist on what I guess I'm familiar with of now Adam being tricked by a female. Um Yeah. I I think um it's pretty scary. All all of this stuff is pretty um pretty scary. <laughs> but interesting though. Right. I mean, yeah, like um once I once I started to, you know, enlighten myself and really hone in on with these stories, <clears throat> you know, and and its authenticity based on how it's been, you know, given and told to us. I'm like, bro, you we can't go off of what has been told to us and this this person, this this demon, this piece, you know, this is very intricate and important for me to know. Because we thought it was just Adam and Eve in the garden, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you know, it opens your it opens your eyes, and then it makes you think all the more because now you see a lot of what Adam and Eve dealt with in the garden is what we deal with every day in the world. Yeah, you gotta I be careful. I do believe a lot of um, religious writings and books can be. Um, not meant in a literal sense. Mm-hmm. Well, you gotta understand a lot of these books were but taken. But it does apply. A lot of these, a lot of these books were taken by religious constructs. Uh huh. The book itself isn't religion. The Bible, in, in nowhere does the Bible say we're supposed to follow a religion. I'm just putting that, pointing it out there. We're just supposed to have faith in our Creator. Yeah. And love one another as ourselves, and also you know figure out the code because there is a code, the code to unlocking this beast system. You know what I'm saying, and surpassing it and defeating it. Yeah. So you know, 
we can live the way we're supposed to live. But, you know, until then, we'll always be in this realm of conflict and dealing with, you know, with obstacles the enemy has set in front of us. Yeah, man, life is definitely a constant uphill battle. Yeah. But uh, I want to end on some lighthearted shit, cuz. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Come on down to the front, So, you have four options. And I need them in order, right? Would you rather live by a graveyard, a hospital, talking about a busy-ass hospital, a busy-ass high school, or a police station. Which one would you rather live on? I need to know. All right, I'm stuck between the hospital and the police station. So hold on, why would you want to live near the hospital? Hold on, so these are the options that you rather? Yeah. Okay, now why are you stuck between them two? Because the hospital, living by a hospital, can be very convenient for a lot of emergency situations. True. Um... As well as a police station. Okay. What makes the police station convenient? Well, the fact that I wouldn't have to worry about, you know, my my house being at harm or being threatened because I'm next to the station. Not saying that there's no chance that nothing could happen, but at the same token, the chances of something happening are slim to none. Whereas, <laughs> if, if in the in the in the um, on the flip side of that, me not living there, police station, and me being in some neighborhood that might be in the woods or whatever, you know. <clears throat> oh, okay, so why don't you want to live near the graveyard or the busy ass high school? I don't want to live near the graveyard because I'm supposed to. The graveyard is supposed to be a quiet place. Yeah, I like to play music and be loud and all that. <laughs> I don't need to be next to people that's that's resting. Okay, respect. Uh, busy ass high school. Come on, cuz. These motherfuckers <laughs> that's in high school. Okay? I don't need no rocks. I don't need no dog dookie rubbed on my doorknob. I just. <laughs> I don't need nothing petty from somebody's little snotty nose ass kid doing something in my house. Nah, I definitely feel that. I think I'm gonna go with, uh. I live next to the, uh. I live next to the hospital. I'll take that L. I'm definitely not living next to the graveyard. That's how. Like I said, let let my niggas rest. Let my niggas rest in peace. Uh, But I think that's all we got for him today. Cuz, you got anything else you wanna wanna say? Hey, man, listen. Just remember, man. Manipulators manipulate through manipulation, man. Okay, talk. That's all. All right, man. It's your boy Bob. We out of here. Yeah, man. Sean Michael, aka DJ Sean Ski, man. The first of many. The first of many. Yes, sir. We'll be back, y'all. Yeah.